Welcome to Awesome Us Season 2, The Universal Monsters. This season we'll be reliving the nightmares of our youth, so you don't have to. I'm Dave. I'm Matt. No, I'm Matt. And I'm LJ. Pantsless Chinese food. <laughs> yes. He's Goldberging it up. Yeah. Um, so Van Helsing. The first Dark Universe movie. <laughs> hey, was that what, the Dracula that was this Dracula? Was he the one from the 1930s? No. No, he's definitely not the one from uh, Dracula. Dr. No. Okay. Um, the We're all sex. <laughs> Dracula and Toll. Yes. No. no. Okay. No, he's not. He's not from. They look a, a little bit. No, but he is from one of your favorite movies, Dave. And I say this in all seriousness: Moulin Rouge. Actually, two of the actors, the um, the the Q character, if you will, the monk, mm-hmm. he was in Moulin Rouge, as was um, the guy who plays Dracula. Actually, who was he in the in the Moulin Rouge? I've not seen Moulin Rouge. I just when I was looking up like what other stuff they might have been in. So for all you know, he's in Ten Seconds. I think he played like the Count or something. Um, he had like an aristocratic name. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe he was one of the. Oh, you know, but Moulin Rouge. To be fair, they were they were fairly well made up because some of them were, it was kind of a time period film, obviously. Oh so, yeah. Uh, he played the Duke. Oh yes. So if you looked at him in this role and looked at him in the Duke, totally different people. Okay. Yes. Um, and he, and the monk was Faramir in the Lord of the Rings movies. Yes. Was he really? Yes. Holy cow, that's awesome. I like Faramir. He was in 300? Faramir. (laughs) Over here. Oh, I've only seen him once in theaters. I said Faramir. Alright. I said (laughs) right. How dare you. (laughs) You go back and you listen. I said Faramir. (laughs) He was hanging out with Bibo, Bibo, and uh, (laughs) Baramar. And and he also played Audrey in Moulin Rouge. I don't know who that is because I haven't seen the movie. Yeah, Audrey. That doesn't ring a bell. What's your one of your favorite movies? I saw that movie yeah. one time. It and um, the pissing well, drinking movie. Yes, Waterworld. There it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Water yeah, sports. Drinking movie. There's a lot of movies where people are drinking and then pissed. Uh, yeah. Oh, but there's was... one that set the standard. Hey, there's nothing wrong with piss drinking. All the NASA people up in space drink their own piss. So there you go. Yeah. I do remember that from uh, Apollo 13. I was saying to LJ before recording. And, and Armageddon. And, and uh, Van Helsing. Yeah. Um, Van Helsing. I was saying to LJ before we recorded tonight, I, I found it strange because Stephen Summers wrote and directed Van Helsing as well as The Mummy, Mummy, and The Mummy Returns. Uh-huh. I'm really surprised with everything that was in this movie that there wasn't at least a passing reference to The Mummy. Right. A photo Especially of Brendan Fraser. The same studio. Yeah. Photo of Brendan Fraser. As LJ said, like the Scorpion King bracelet. Like it could have been in the in the underground of the um, an Easter egg of the Vatican when they're like going down and they're or he could have just said 
you know, uh, I'm sure glad you didn't send me to Egypt for that last adventure. I mean, yeah, you could have thrown in any, anything. Any sort of throw away. I'm not sure what the time period was with this as compared to Mummy. I don't know what time this is. doesn't matter because, well, spoiler alert, he's, he's been the right hand of God for 400 years. Or less. But anyways. Well, which is what I have to say. Right is Van Helsing changed a lot from our black and white Universal Monster movies where Van Helsing was a old man slash professor type of person. He's still an old man. Yeah. Played but, by Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Well, he's, he's, he's immortal like Dracula. Yes. Well, here's the thing is, him being left hand of God was nothing. Yeah. That it was, was nothing. That was very disappointing. It was like, oh, he was killed by left hand of God and it was like, you're the left hand of God. What does that mean? Yeah. My name is Gabriel, so am I an angel? It never came out to play. Yeah. So is he? Is he? Is he? Because we've got uh, obviously we don't know the story of Dracula. He, he makes a deal with the devil, or he curses God, depending on which Dracula you're talking about. And so he's a very reference with Satan, having Satan's power, Mark of Cain, what have you, whatever. Right. And so in this movie, Van Helsing is. is we we come to find out that he's called Gabriel who's one of God's angels, he's also called the left hand of God. Why? He's also 400 years old, apparently. Which, all of that, I feel like, was pointless, because I think you could have left it nicknaming him the left hand of God, because he worked for the church, church to kill these demons. But he was 400 years old. Right, but I'm saying, but none of that came into play. No, he didn't have regeneration. Why didn't didn't he have have memories? Why did they have, why did the church or God or whatever have Dracula killed? No, no, why did they have Count, the Count killed? And he wasn't even Dracula. When he said his full name, it was like Draguski or something. Yeah, Yeah. that's because we shorted. That's what happened. They got his name wrong and they had the wrong guy killed. But why did, I'm Joe Draguski and you killed me. Oh, you're not Dracula? Well, let's erase his memories to cover this up. But uh, why? Why was he sent to kill Dracula? I didn't. I didn't understand that. I understand that Dracula became Dracula after he was murdered, and then he made a deal with the devil. I guess as he was uh, entering. It's kind of muddy. Yeah. But anyway, like like you said, I'll do. Let's 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 start. Let's begin at the beginning. Okay? Well, like I said, now my I didn't look this up because I'm too lazy. Was this a original? Concept of Van Helsing. I mean, we know Van Helsing is a character from the old movies, but the characters are extremely different. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, is this an original idea, or is there a comic book or some sort of series that this movie was based off of? Well, Van Helsing being a vampire hunter is no, not. but him being a four hundred year old at least hunter because he oh, for all we know, know the backstory, yeah, the for, worthless for, backstory. For all we know, he but he's I actually mean, older than that. Like, if he is the Archangel Gabriel, we just know that he'd be eternal, right? Dracula has not knew him. Well, and I was going to say that so far, Van Helsing in Dracula movies. Not all of them, but for the most, like in the older ones, mm-hmm. you know, he's more of just a professional person who happens to be knowledgeable about yeah. vampires. I feel like he's a... Who, who's used that knowledge, not a professional demon hunter right. who also hunts, who knows how to fight werewolves, who knows how to defeat Dr. Yeah. Drake, Mr. He's Hyde. Like, he's like a Constantine type of character, practically. Yes, yeah, This Van Helsing is like... Um, the, is like the precursor to the Brothers Grimm with Matt And David. talk about a waste, honestly. If you're going to have anything happen, have him turn out to be 
a true archangel and be the left hand of God and have some type of power? How did that come to play in the final moments where it's like, ah, oh, I finally got you in my clutches, and, you know, a light shines down and, no, you're supposed to be this chosen one who's supposed to fight evil, I will help you, and then he, he, over, he triumphs, and, and it kind of comes out at the end. It does come out at the end, and it means nothing. Would it have been... A, do you think it would have... I just had this thought. Would it have been kind of cool... Okay, so Dracula turns into his big monster bat thing with his big wingspan or whatever. Mm-hmm. If in that moment, when it's in that final battle and it's becoming that, all of a sudden we find out that uh, Van Helsing is the Archangel Gabriel, and he, like, glows, and, like, he... His angel wings... Pretty much. That would have been bad. And then you have, like, this angel versus this demon. Yeah, and then the angel gets a light, uh, a sort of light, and the demon's got his claws and fangs yeah. and feet, and it would or be... even, or yeah, I mean, he could have had a death and resurrection type of anything, but none of that happens. None of it. Because of werewolf spoiler. Yeah. Uh, what, but, a, what a good concept. Though. So we first meet. Well, first we have a long black and white backstory, and and thus begins. As soon as that black and white backstory happened at the very beginning, I thought, oh, what a nice homage. And then I realized there's going to be a lot of homages in this movie. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, that whole thing with, like, uh, like some of Igor's dialogue and and the uh, cat, all of that stuff is very homage Oh, yes. Yes. Um, Which I was fine with. Like, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. And then, I mean, I, then we get introduced Van Helsing, who's fighting Dr. Nerf. Well, we also have a genius monster, like the monster new to lock the door. <laughs> you know, Frankenstein's monster. Oh, they called him the Frankenstein's monster. They called him Frankenstein. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but and yeah, he was like, a, the, oh, monster the monster was brilliant from the beginning. And that spoke great English. Uh-huh. At the beginning? Frankenstein's monster? Well, he says, like, father. Yeah, but he saying, says two words. Why and father. Yeah, but his comprehension seems higher than. Oh yes, the, they did. Yeah, they did something where they don't explain this. It would have been a throwaway line. They never say it. But basically, because he's got human brains, he's basically human. He's he, a, yeah, he doesn't have dead brains. He's yeah, so he, 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 he has communication. And then, I mean, as far as you know, once you see that scene, it's still pretty much overall. It's like they bring Frankenstein in just to have Frankenstein? Like, Frankenstein's monster, I mean? I mean, like, yes, they give you the idea of what Dracula is, is trying to do. Yeah. And then it doesn't work because then it's the end of the movie. It's the end of, like, the Frankenstein. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, with the, with the mill on fire and all. I mean, pretty much it's like... And then you don't know what happens to the monster. And then even, spoiler alert, when they bring the monster back in... Other than just sort of being a helpful little person for his bit in the main plot, mm-hmm. he really like it's like they just brought him back. Like, yeah, he doesn't play here. I, I mean, he well, it, go, it goes to the movies that we've seen, like House of Frankenstein, House of Dracula, where they're always trying to get the monster. They're always trying to get the monster and Dracula's notes. Right. Yeah. Um, I did. I also, is Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde a uh, inspiration for Shrek? The Hunchback of Notre Dame, the Incredible Hulk. Well, oh. I, I thought of I, I thought of Hyde as Shrek, like with the with Good the accent, point. with well, the, with Hyde's accent. I was like, oh, how Scottish, how Shrek of you? No, I was curious if if if, if the Incredible Hulk at all is be, is somewhat inspired by because you have a scientist. I mean, obviously. They're different in different ways because the Hulk's a good guy right. who's a scientist who then you gets angry and turns into something. But I mean, the idea of a human who turns into this big monster of a thing. Have you read that book, Matt? 
Do I check on this ride? Yeah. No. Okay. I have it either. Which is um, I know that I know that the maybe in later incarnations of the Incredible Hulk, but originally in the Incredible Hulk, he was more werewolf than he was um, Jekyll and Hyde because he would turn at night, right, into the Hulk. Maybe under a balloon. Well, maybe say. that is more. But, but I was he would turn confused at night. on why Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde was hanging out in the Cathedral of Notre Dame because then he. And, and the bells affected him. It seemed like, okay, am I watching The Hunchback of Notre Dame? Or am I watching... I mean, are they trying to, like, connect the two? Unless we don't know enough about the guy's backstory. Like, no, it's just to introduce. It's just to introduce a, a monster hunter. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, With lots of cool gadgets. So he's like Batman, a monster oh yeah. hunter. Well, because as we were talking about, he does have his own cue. His own yeah. steampunk cue. Yes. Because it's everything's very steampunky. Yeah. As far as his... Now... We did, we did talk a lot about, I mean, in this opening scene, we get it too, and then we do get it when he goes to the town with the weird people. Um, ben Helsing's power, I think, is to be able to be thrown around and tossed around a lot, fall yeah. a lot. Ragdoll? You want to know what he is? Miss, miss a lot? You know what? Like, you know, he's, he's Rocky Balboa. He tires the bad guy out with his face on his out there. He is, listen, no, he has the same superpower as um, Kate Beckinsale's vampire powers in Underworld. Able to fall far distances. <laughs> That's it. Because, like, he gets thrown around. I mean, even in the beginning, when you first introduced, he looks like he barely knows how to do his job. Not that he doesn't know how to, but he gets, he gets tossed, tossed. I mean, he happens to use, luckily enough, to use a grappling hook to kill that eventually kills. Right. I think they reveal it late in the movie. His... Uh, uh, his Ability, I guess, is is um, no just fear. No fear. Yeah. Like yeah. you remember how Dracula is talking about how he hears your heartbeat. No, normally, when I meet a foe, their heart is going so fast I can dance to the rhythm. That's because he's the hand of God, guys. Yeah. Whatever yeah. that means. Um, it means nothing. And then, I mean, not I'm only sad he, now. Not, not, not only is so not only is he not very good at things. We then meet uh, Kate Beckinsale's character. Who her and her crew are also horrible at catching werewolves. <laughs> yes, like hor- like and so it's like every all our heroes' powers are to get tossed around and mess up a lot. Yeah, if I've got a crew that's big enough to dig a giant pit, to prepare an articulating cage, uh, to prepare multiple like traps within traps within trap, I'm not going to reveal them. Guys, while we're doing all this prep work, which would have taken days at least. I'm not going to mention to you, your guns won't work on this beast. Um, if it bites you, you're going to get its exact same thing, so you should run from it. And it's extraordinarily powerful, and let's not have one gun with bullets that will kill it. Yeah. One gun? Everyone's got guns, but only one of them works. I mean, it wasn't even like, well, we don't have enough silver bullets to arm to have a butt. So you guys only each have two shots of silver bullets. Or even just one shot each. But when there's eight of you or nine of you... Hopefully one of you hits it. How much yes. silver do you think was in this poor Transylvania town? <laughs> Enough to fill at least his gun with six bullets. Right, but not to fill eight guns. Eight guns with one bullet each. That's, but you said six bullets. Fine, six guns with six bullets. <laughs> That's fine. Listen, what we know about this movie is even if that had happened, the guns would have jammed. Or missed, because they also would have been bad shot. really bad at shooting. Holy yes. shit. When Van Helsing gets to the town, the <laughs> female vampires come, I'm like, one... 
How many damn things are in that gun? The only good news is that he's such a bad shot is he can aim directly at his person who he's partnering with and not hit her. There could be a bad guy and her both in line, and he can fire 400 rounds and hit me. She just shooting. Bye bye. I was like, man, he. I don't know. The first 20, 30 minutes of this movie, I was like, our heroes suck at things. Yeah, this is going to be a very hard battle. <laughs> They didn't even kill. Oh no, he did kill one. He killed yes. one. Yes, yes. But he was supposed to bring it back alive. You know what? I well, he killed two with his plan, which I can't even. But with the uh, explode, the explosives in the uh, in the chariots of fire. <laughs> but I can't even with that. We're gonna get to that and that plan. I don't. Okay. Anyways. No, they're all. No, they're just bad. I'm like, this is your job, and. But for both of them, it's like you seem like this is what you guys do. And now, you're I, I wanted to, I did want to back up. I wanted to hear what your guys' thoughts were. Why do you think Hyde turned back into Doctor Jekyll? Like there, was, there didn't seem to be when he was like flying through there falling. I think was it just to get like Van Helsing make him look like a murderer because he's a wanted man? Yeah, that is weird that he would fall. I, he should have hit the ground and then turned. Yeah, my guess also is to. Uh, it was wrong. Well, I think also to help. Established really, I mean, we knew who he was, but then it actually shows him transform back into the human. I just wondered but, if he like did that intentionally, so because he knew he was done for anyways, so he did that intentionally. Well, so or, or, or depends, I mean, like I said, I don't know the original story. I don't know how. It, oh no, you do. You watched it. <laughs> okay, well then, based on this, maybe Mister Hyde gravity. Also, maybe Mister Hyde also has control over. When he appears and doesn't appear, and so he disappeared yeah. at that moment. He's 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 yeah. He's a very large monster in the book. That would have been funny if Hyde um, turned out to be like uh, a false persona who knew about himself and kind of took over Doctor Jekyll and then didn't want to release, but then was so kind of not knowing about himself enough that he's like. I'm about to die. No, I can't die. I'll let him die. Not realizing that it also kill himself. Like a very Tyler Durden-esque. Yeah. Like, I'll show you. I'll kill you. <laughs> You're killing yourself, though. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I don't know. You're right. He should have hit the ground and then like turned back to human. Yeah. But considering the arm got cut off and then it turned back to human. So. Well, I think I, I don't think I don't know if him hitting the ground would have turned him human because he seemed to be kind of superhuman. I think the arm turned back because it was now cut away from the host because it was dead. And right. so when he hits the ground and dies, unless as high he's got special like skin that doesn't break or whatever. Oh right, right. But no, I think it's just he turned back moments before death to make it more dramatic into an old man. Yeah. So. Well, it, exactly. It, I guess it makes you know they are trying to obviously make a little bit of a connection with, uh, or, or actually not a little bit, a lot of connection with Frankenstein's monster is hated even though he's done nothing wrong, and Van Helsing is hated even though he's done nothing wrong. But all of his victims turn human in the end. So well, he, looks like he a has done something wrong because that's why he has no memories. Yeah, no, absolutely. That, that's his punishment. They 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 met him, blacked him yeah. every time with a yeah. little. Uh, did they? Uh, did I miss a scene where they explained how they got rid of his memory or what happened? I remember. No, he's offered to know more about his past, and he says, "I don't want to know." He kills Dracula and then forgets. 
It was so traumatic for him, killing Dragon. No, but, no. I mean, like, he, I, I at know. one point he's mentioned, like, do you want to know more about your past? And he doesn't. He say no. Yeah, he doesn't want to hear from Dracula. He's not ready for that. No, from Dracula, that's fine. But what I mean is, oh, when no. he first goes to confession, they don't know because they don't know. They they say that they found him like on their doorstep, but not as a baby. But they 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 say something to the effect of, oh, that's right. They yeah. do say we found you on our doorstep. Yeah. But they, no, but they also say, but your um, your uh, your sacrifice was the loss of your memories. Yeah, they, they say that, right? But so it's, it's like I feel like that's just Catholic guilt. I think I, <laughs> I think it's just it's they. My, I mean, I don't know. I'm curious to go through the uh, history of the making of this movie. Mm. I wonder if they had multiple writers, multiple things. And it, there's a reason why he has this. He's been around for 400 years. Has this. He doesn't have a memory of any of it. He's the left hand of God. While this stuff exists, yet never really is. I mean, pretty much it's fluff because it doesn't amount to anything. It doesn't. And they throw away a line. They say, you've been trained by priests, mullahs, and um, and uh, uh, monks. So he's, he's being... Um, and then someone in the background in one of the scenes is like, oh, Allah! So there's there's it's like the the holy order that he's a part of represents all religions apparently. So it's outside of religion. It's a it's a holy protective order of all the holy peoples. So um, so this this movie establishes that God is truly the same God of Jehovah is the same God of of the uh, um, Muslims and the same but- God. Um, there is just so much throwaway background stuff that they could have got rid of that would have made this movie feel less. I would have been less waiting for things to happen. Yeah. If they just sort of just made him a normal dude who hunts, who's a demon hunter in a sense, yeah. a monster hunter. Do that. Don't give much background. You could have said you found him on the doorstep. The church could have raised him up as a baby and trained him to be this hunter. Yeah, because and have no idea and have no idea why he's. Gifted at it. I started taking these notes like, oh, because I forgot. I have seen this movie, but it's been so long ago. Yeah, I saw it. And so I was like, I I wrote down, like, Dracula's got a secret. What is it? And I was like, that's cool. And then I'm like, ooh, there's a secret door. What does that represent? And then it's like, he has no memory, but it, you know. And so I'm writing down all these clues, like, it's going to be, you know, maybe they're sprinkling an action movie with enough plot driven stuff to be kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. And they did. <laughs> and I just checked Wikipedia, and there's nothing that indicates anything about his past. So, or or uh, a, like a bunch of writers who came through, or anything like that. Okay, mm-hmm. so weird. Um, anyways, eventually Van Helsing meets up with Beckinsale at the town full of creepy people. Yeah, unnecessary. Bad teeth, bad teeth for no reason, and also extremely creepy. For what do you think the dental plans were back then? Dave? Like, <laughs> like, why did the grave digger attack him? Oh, that's a way. That's a big jump. Wait, are you talking about the first time he attacked him, or with the shovel, where it's like really weird? Doesn't matter. All the townspeople are insane. No, okay. The, the townspeople are are basically like uh, what is it called when people have been attacked so often? They've got like they've got Stockholm syndrome. Well, not Stockholm syndrome. No, I'm, I'm thinking of. Uh, People come back from the war. They've got PTSD. That. Oh, yeah, they're like PTSD, so they're like kill anyone. <laughs> well, I also I also think that because they kind of mention this, I think it's one of those things. You know, um, it's like the protection racket, right? Where the the mobsters come through and they're like, "You give us ten percent, you take, and we'll protect you." Right. 
there's there's a couple conversations where it's like Dracula only takes what's necessary. He's only killed like two of us. Now you're going to anger him, right? Right. So I think that part of it also is just their own self protection. They were afraid that Dracula would come and and kill them all, um, right? Because they'd entered into this uneasy alliance slash truce with him. And that's in a lot of storytelling where something bad is happening, but people allow it because you know they don't it want to get worse. It serves a little bit of a good. Yeah. I thought the the thought that I had about the mortuary guy trying to hit him over the head with a shovel was like the mortuary guy is just creating business for himself. <laughs> that, that was way well, out of line. No, but you know what that scene was? That scene was very much um, Back to the Future Three, the West, where um, the the uh, Marty said he's going to fight uh, Mad Dog Tannen, and then the um, the mortuary guy comes up. And he's like, "I told you I don't." He's like, "Take his memories." He's like, "I told you I don't need a suit." Or he's like. It's for your burial. <laughs> I like that whole thing where he's like, how big are you? Like, and then, and then if instead of him just measuring him, he tried to kill Marty. Yeah, yeah, that's a weird thing. That shovel swing. And he's like, oh, sorry. It's just it's just a it's force of habit. Force of habit that you kill people as yes, an undertaker? To, to create business for us. Oh, yeah. he, kill, he kills the townspeople. Then the townspeople's like, family have to pay for their funeral. Also, the undertaker... Great wrestler. Yeah, through mankind on the hell in the south. Are you telling me that if you were mortuary, if you were mortuary tenant, you wouldn't murder people so you could create business? <laughs> All right. Hey, dude, I've already got a great business plan. I'm gonna get the. I'm gonna find the longest stretch of highway in the United States that is unpopulated between two points. Let's say, for example, Los Angeles and, and Baker. You know, it's a 150 mile stretch. And really, you're not going to turn around. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to open a tire shop. And I'm going to have a huge warehouse. And people are like, dude, you put a million dollars in a warehouse tire? Yes, because for that 150 miles, I'm just going to sprinkle it with nails. And now we're going to have so much business. Because what are they going to do? You need do? to figure out a way to heat up the road so that it melts the rubber on the tires. So, yeah, I'm just going to find the longest stretch of highway. And for all the people who don't have AAA or anything else, they're going to roll right into my shop and be like, do you have my tire? I'll be like, I do. And I'm going to mark that son of a job. There you go. See? Yeah. yeah. You're like the mortuary guy in this yeah. Or the undertaker. So, Dracula has... His three women. Okay. Yeah, slash this, eventually two. This is slash yes. eventually one. Slash eventually one as time yeah. goes on. Um, he also has a. Now I wrote this down. Who the fuck are the tes- little Tuscan Raiders? <laughs> like, no, they're, they're the minions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're black yeah, minions. They have like sharp teeth. Is there? I don't understand it. They make a reference that they say those are his. Dwar- yeah. They're called like the Dwarvies. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but what? Okay, cool. I'm glad you gave him a name. What the? Are they human? Are they a bunch of? Oh, are, they, are they a bunch of? Uh, They're like Renfield. Yeah. Are like they that. a bunch of Renfields? But then, how does that explain their features? Well, they you know they have similar. At least the teeth seem similar to his bat babies. So maybe maybe it's something uh, akin to. Well, he also appeared to exist in a parallel universe. So vampires, if if they bite. You and drink your blood, and then you drink their blood. They you become a vampire, depending, on the, d- depending on the lore, right? So like, but sometimes wives. they just give you their blood, and you become their servant without. And you get a few. Sometimes you get a few powers. Sometimes you don't. Depending on the lore. But but you you become their slave. So maybe he is dripping blood into them. They're becoming a little bit vampire esque, but they're just his little minions. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, obviously his wives were full fledged. 
creatures. It seemed like, but still also slaves to him. Or well, no, not so. No, they were horny for him. Yes. Yeah. Let's. When are we going to talk about vampire powers? Well, real quick, before we do that, okay. I want to say a couple things. Well, this Dracula was particularly melodramatic, where he's like, "I have no heart." I have no soul. Well, I was saying, his power was being extremely over the top. Yeah. That's <laughs> He's like, I'm war with all men. You are? Like, and then and then my other thought was, when do vampire women long for babies? Yeah. Oh, we can't. We want our babies. Oh, Frankenstein's dead. We can't have, have babies. babies. Okay, let's go. Was it just three years? How, how much time passed? One, One year. Black and white in color. Yeah. Okay. But still, it's just like, man. Kodachrome came out. Well, and I don't, you know, I don't want to analyze too hard a movie nope, that's completely nope, crazy to. and over the top. But they said that those egg sacks, if you're going to call them that, they were from like the gremlin sacks. They were from one, one birthing session. So I mean, I'm I'm looking at conservation of mass. Okay, like just general physics and. Where do the vampire ladies keep... Now, let's say it's just one birthday. This is, by the way, this is Dave's same argument about the Autobots and Decepticons. But, How do these 12-foot robots fit into these cars? <laughs> but, but they're... Well, where do they, where do they keep... How many... So, one birthing session, okay, but he's got three women. So, so but there are hundreds of sacks. Yeah. Hundreds of sacks. So so each one each one had seventy five eggs inside of them, but the sacks were bigger than bowling balls. Do they grow while in a sack? But, but that's not how eggs work. An egg starts out the size of an egg, and the creature grows inside of the egg, eventually filling the entire egg. But the egg size never changes. As soon as the egg is out of the baby, it cannot grow in size because it would have to create more mass, which is impossible. So. That means that not if it's elastic. No, I'm just telling you. <laughs> I, mm. It's got to be magic. I mean, I, that's fine. Just just wave a magic wand. No, over and no. Say, okay, let's use um, the Mogwai as an example. Okay. They jump off as little fur balls at first. Yes. And then they eventually turn into those giant. Uh, what if they go what? Oh no! Yeah. Then they then they get a little bigger. The, the fur the fur little balls get bigger and bigger, and then they turn into things. And then when they get wet, they no. When they eat after midnight, when they go back into they chrysalis, and then they turn. Yeah. They, but yeah. they still start with oh, smaller yeah. fur balls that get bigger. Yeah, they grow. Right, so they have magwai size. Yeah, without without eating or anything. Yeah, that's that's obviously impossible. Yeah, yeah. not obviously because it happened. Yeah, <laughs> which Gremlins is based off a true story. Chris, Chris Columbus, who wrote the first, or at least wrote the first Gremlins, he turned in a draft for Gremlins three. Are you guys a draft for Gremlins? 3. It actually sounds interesting. It's basically like uh, Gizmo is the problem from man's perspective. So like, there's going to be people trying to take out Gizmo, huh. even though it's human error that creates it. So it's going to be darker, like the first, more more dark along the lines of the first one. Or yeah. more, and so like Gizmo is going to be like this hunted. Um, creature, yeah, which I thought sounds like oh, it sounds like an interesting sequel. Yeah, idea. Anyways, Gremlins three. So they we are we to the scene where they get her under his control and he and take and they 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 Who's start her? Uh, Kate Beckinsale. Okay, well first, not we, here yet. first we also have to mention that uh, Dracula also has Igor working for him because he paid him more. 
Yes. <laughs> you treat me so well, Dr. Frankenstein. You love me like a son. But he pays me more. <laughs> and then, but it's the same. I told LJ, it's the same actor who played Benny in The Mummy, if you happened to watch it before. No, he was, eating too, he was eating shirtless pizza. Well, he was eating shirtless pizza when we recorded. That's not to say he was eating shirtless pizza like for the weekly. I think hours. we could just say that I'm always eating shirtless pizza. Probably oh, wait. Oh, hold on. I hear the pizza guy knocking on the door. <laughs> Your usual, the 10 o'clock special. <laughs> Second dinner. Um... Okay, so right, so they they need to get they they need to get um they need to get Frankenstein. Well, I wanted to talk about one of you want to talk about vampire powers in this movie. Oh, oh yeah, my goodness. goodness. Okay, let's do vampire movies and then let's catch let's catch up on the plot at least to the. I also want to talk about for the, the first. Werewolf. Yeah, it's like me catching up on the werewolf stuff. Yeah, and so forget the way to talk about Dracula's main plot. Well, let's do that. Okay, Dracula's main plan as we talk about the babies. We should just mention it. They were going to use the the power that was in Frankenstein's monster to help birth the babies. They need so they need to like the women them. have these eggs. The eggs need to be brought to life because Dracula is quote undead, so his babies are dead, and so he needs to bring them back to life. They've been testing different ways to do that. They realize that Doctor Frankenstein is working on the power of life over death. And therefore, if we use Frankenstein's monster to power the generator, he can perhaps bring all the babies. Because back to life. yeah, I gathered that it, that because Frank uh, the monster is immortal, for lack of a better term, sure, um, that he can just be this constant battery. Because the bat babies were able to survive off of the werewolf. Is this a faux resurrection of Jesus story? No, because no, after Jesus resurrects, he brings the power of eternal life to all of mankind, just like Frankenstein's monster. Well, remember when Dracula says, "Pray to the devil that the kid, that our kids will live." Uh, <laughs> but now, uh, so, as so he was able to do the the, the, the werewolf, which, which we should also bring in. So, Kate Beckinsale's brother turns into a werewolf because he gets like bit or scratched. And now he is there using him to generate electricity, electricity, which all brings to the question is, I understand before, sort of, I got a little confused when Dracula became so knowledgeable, such a a good scientist that he'd not, that he could just plug whatever he wanted to into Frankenstein's, Dr. Frankenstein's machine. No, he's terrible at it. He's already throwing, he's throwing anybody that has any kind of, he's he's so stupid. Yes. He admits it. He's like, I, I don't know what I'm doing, but he, I'm just throwing things. So he throws he throws the father of Kate Beckinsale in there, uh, you know, unknown vampire hunter. I'll throw him in there. Oh, that didn't work. I'll throw a werewolf in there. That didn't work. I'll throw Frankenstein's monster. I'll just throw anything I can in there to, to get this thing to work. Um, and so it was as soon as the, the werewolf came out of its um, shackles, if you will, yeah. that's when all the bat, like the electricity got disrupted and all the bat babies died. So I... I wonder if Frankenstein's monster was a perpetual battery for Dracula, as far as he was concerned. That was what would keep that. Well, he he finally tells us whether he's correct or not that because Frankenstein's monster is the is death brought back to life, that he should be able to be uh, the thing that brings all his yeah. dead babies to life, and then they will laugh. Pray to the devil. Yeah. So, um, but yes. Did I catch the release on what's happened in the movie and what the plot of Dracula is? Yeah. yeah. And and the reason Van Helsing is there is because when Dracula died, he made a deal with the devil and he cursed his own family line because I think his dad had something to do with it. Cursed his own family line that 
No. That they would not get into heaven. You're crossing two different stories. Dr- Dracula was killed by uh, Van Helsing when he was Gabriel and somehow cursed into an alternate dimension. Right. Then he has a deal with the devil and they said Satan gave him wings. Mm-hmm. And so he was able to leave that dimension. Um, what happened was is that the father or the great-grandfather of a different family promised... No, of Dracula. Because there's a there's a the conversation where she he said they say he couldn't kill his own son, that that Kate Beckinsale's great ancestor uh-huh. couldn't kill his own son. What I wonder is if her great ancestor went to wherever and sought out the murder of Dracula, mm. and that's and so that's why the hand of God got deployed. Don't know if that's what it is, but specifically because he curses this particular family, um, his family, yeah, his Dracula, family. but. Yeah, this this man's line, which I believe is Dracula's dad, because they do talk about that's true. he couldn't kill I, his I own son. I yeah. forgot that line. I forgot that line. That's right. So well, Dracula's there to try to... Dracula, what's up is throw and what's right. up isn't. Dracula, yeah. Van Helsing's there to try to kill Dracula so that this family line won't die out. Because if Kate Beckinsale and her brother die, then they will... All of the whole family will forever be... Um, in purgatory or, or hell, or hell, because they never can't. be able to get into heaven. So he's trying to like stop Dracula. The Vatican sends him to stop Dracula, so he can save this family line by saving uh, Kate and her brother. Her brother, now, brother. you know what? And you would think in a little writers room they could have come up with this concept if they had this all this to work with. Why wouldn't they just say? Why wouldn't it just turn out? Now maybe because they want a relationship between Van Helsing and Kate, and it'd be weird for them to kiss their brothers. But why not just find out that at that time when the dad said, "I can't kill my my enemy's son," that I'm gonna pray to God. Remember, Van, I mean Dracula's praying to Satan for power. He prays to God and says, "Curse my family, God, but give us the power to kill this." And, and until my family does so, curse us until we can. And that's when God says, I'll give you my left hand to help you in your quest. And maybe Van Helsing uh, loses his memory, so but he keeps bumping into the family every 50 years or every generation. And just because he's drawn to this quest to be God's helper in this situation, he keeps showing up again. It's like, again. A, was it Lenny and Memento? Is that the character's name? What's that? Uh, Memento is the character's name. Lenny. Oh, I don't know. Oh, the detective? Yeah. Well, no, no. The one, the guy who's got the bad memory oh. in Memento. Who oh. just, he knows that he actually killed the guy, but then, like, he just does his search or whatever, and then, like, his, he makes his notes and then, like, makes himself forget, essentially. And yeah. Kind of thing. I was thinking of it kind of more like, uh, oh, gosh, what's that, Will Smith? Hancock. Where the um, where the mm-hmm. the brother and sister are drawn together, or or whatever they are, they're two beings that are created to be right. together. They lose their powers, uh, but he loses his memory, but he's still drawn back to her. Yeah. Um. And, and so something like that. It would have been an interesting way to bring it in. It's also weird that in all of this, like um, uh, cursing and making deals with the devil and what have you, that it was a werewolf that's chosen as the means by which Dracula can die. And see, that would have been fine for a throwaway line for him to say, curse my family but give us the power. Okay, I'll give you uh, I'll give you the power to turn into a raging beast. And then that's how Lycanthropy was born, is to kill, you know, yeah. some, just some way of wrapping, tying something back in. Because why am I going to curse my family and say, 
God, I promise to kill this person or curse my whole family. Aren't I going to ask for a little bit of handout yeah. on God's side? Like, help me kill this person. Yeah, or else curse me. Yeah. Yeah. So, so kind of. Um, I want to talk about the werewolf briefly in that, so apparently in this movie, even if the full moon was out, if it was covered by the cloud, you That's change true. back to a human. It's literally moonlight only. Yeah. And you're ripping off your skin. That was awesome. Of, but what was funny is then you're ripping off your werewolf skin to go back to being human. That's right. Sort of like except, skin except again with the I will I will definitely have a man who's ripping off his flesh to turn into a beast, which is a pretty gnarly concept. I can rip the flesh off of my face, tear it away, but don't show your crotch. <laughs> He has a little loincloth right over his wolfy penis. Yep. Well, and, and Dave, that really upsets Dave. It Here's just makes so it's so no, 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 you get to use that thing with Beowulf where they show naked boobs but they don't show penis. You don't get to use it in the movie where they don't show naked boobs and they don't show penis. I'm just saying it's so funny where our value line is drawn exactly like a tattoo cuff sleeve where it stops so that the shirt can cover it. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, what do you mean? The vampire women when they were in their flying mode. Have boobs but with no nipples. That's right. So I can have a guy who can rip all the flesh so off of penis with no tip. I I can <laughs> rip all the flesh off of my body on screen with claws, but I cannot show like uh, you know. Dave really just wants to see male penis in movies more often. It's just funny. It's also PG thirteen. I. But that's arbitrary. It's, we just decide as a society where that he line is from. No, he is just mad that he, he wants more penis in movies. I th- you guys don't think it's funny that someone can literally rip all the flesh off their body but can't show the penis? Yeah. That, that's not... Like, I mean, I don't think it's funny because I don't think it's ha-ha, but sure. That's just a weird line. Like, I, like no, it's not because he doesn't literally rip all the flesh off his body. He rips like pieces and it's like... Rah, rah, and then he like shrinks back down. But it's pretty graphic. To reach up to the skin on your face and rip it off, revealing a furry skull underneath—that's pretty graphic. Sure. And and you can get to that level of graphicness. But if he somehow had okay. a, a soft, you know, there's no blood though. That's right. That's right. It's all about. It's all about. Right. It. I also want to go with now. So you're saying you would show Savannah a male penis just as often as you would show her violence. <laughs> Well, we already know that to be true. <laughs> Not yours. More often. <laughs> I'm just saying. If it's arbitrary. Oh, no, no. I'm a part of that society, so it's been programmed into me, too. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you, Dave, break this vicious cycle? <laughs> Dave, I want you to be the the forefront. Of I heard, yeah. You, be, you know what? You should break the cycle. I heard... Um, you know, there's probably lots of people out there who would help, who are, you know, for it. <laughs> you know, I'm sure. Just find the right... You just find them on the dark web, bro. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So, I... Yeah. Anyway, so, can we get to the vampire power soap? Because okay. Yes. I, I think that there's, like, a laundry list, and I left my notes at work, by the way, because... And, and, uh, Wait, so you hand-wrote your notes? Yeah. You didn't type that. You typed everything, and you didn't. Type no, because I'm watching it on the screen, and I'm writing this. Oh, yeah. I bought four on Amazon. What's up? Pay my two ninety nine. What? Wow! Wow! Where did you go? Look yeah. at you trying to be a mature and responsible uh, example for your family. Yeah, he's more about what he did instead of work. He did anyway. work and just. Was but you know what? He was like, "That's true." He's like, I, "How much? Like, I have to buy. It. I don't have." 
I was by it. I was here. I tore it away. I know this. I know that at the end he was like, I paid two ninety nine for this shit, and I didn't even see penis. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. I don't. They know. can teleport. They can do anything. Vampires can teleport, right? right? And they can. Um, I don't know if I can't think of in lore if they have the ability to teleport. Well, I know I mean, sometimes they can become there mist. Are, there are clear scenes where they appear instantaneously in another spot. Right. This it's, movie, yes. I'm talking about in general. Right, no, no, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about yeah. parts in this movie. They can turn into um, hurricanes? I think she was just spinning really fast. She was like storm. No matter. It's not power. Yeah, she was like storm. They can fly well, as a flying creature or as a normal person. Because at one point... She lifts off and flies away in her dress, mm-hmm. flying away. Right, um, she's going to transform into the bat and the big bat creature. Movie. I know that they have preternatural speed in most vampiric lore, so that would allow. Them but to they move at normal speed while flying. No, but I'm talking about the little whirlwind that she. I know, but I'm making a point here. If I can move faster than light while on the ground traveling, but I fly at normal bird speed, guess how I'm going to be fighting you on the ground. Well, I'm going to be teleporting behind you. You're every second. You're day. saying you want some Nightcrawler X Men Two fighting style. Right? I'm saying, I'm saying they would clown all their enemies in a moment's notice if they would fight on the ground. But instead, they're like, "I have an idea. I'll turn into a bird and attack you." What? Your like, most powerful attack is on the ground teleporting. The thing is, though, when they were teleporting, they weren't fighting. No, they toy with their prey yeah, yeah. for days. This is why days. Not a predator, but we both know he's been on how to catch a predator. <laughs> I love the fact that finally, at the end of the movie, she's like, "You talk too much," yeah. and she kills there. Yeah. She's like, "If you want to kill someone, just kill them." Because in so many scenes, the the, the bad guys just toy with their prey, their and, and they lose. Their cat, they lose. Also. <laughs> well, also also their powers are just whatever's cool for the plot at that moment. Absolutely. Whatever's coolest for the scene is... Well, they had strength, they had, like, the ability to transport, they had super speed, and they could fly. Was there... Am I missing anything? Um, They they can see in the dark. Right. Um, They, uh... I'd I'd, I'd have to think. They can birth multiple eggs that grow. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, No, they don't have any, like, uh, fire or frost or freeze or teleport, telekinesis. Um, just, just... Very strong, obviously. Alright, let's get to the, uh, uh, not the end end, but let's go circling to that final, the final... Let's get to the end where I thought it was. They get the girl, they're going to do a trade-off. That's what Dave means by girl. Yeah, the only, the important one. Oh, we we find Frankenstein again, because they're going to do a trade-off. Yeah, they're going to do a trade-off. They're going to do a trade-off. Or Frankenstein's a monster. Hugh Jackman shows up. Captures the girl, Wait. wipes out the whole tower, and I'm like, the movie's practically over! And I look at the clock and I'm like, there's an hour left! Now, before, before that happens, we need to talk about the plan to get Frankenstein to the Vatican. Rome. To Rome. Yes. Okay. Horses that are faster than a werewolf. That's fine. Okay, that is Yes, the werewolf catches up with the horses. How? Right. <laughs> no, no, you're incorrect in a way, I think. How does Dracula know their plan? <laughs> they leave during the day. Right. How does he and his, well, no, not he, his brides 
find, chase them, find them, know where they're going. How do they have any idea that they're going to head to the back? They fall into Budapest. Right. And more, and more importantly, I'm going to set up a presidential limo, and then I'm going to set up a false presidential limo, because there's probably spies in the midst with yeah. telephones yeah. and walking Maybe the Gravedigger's family spies And, and so I'm going to set up a, a scenario where the spies are going to think I'm going one way, because obviously I would only take my precious cargo with the great fighter, and, and secretly that's going to be a bomb, and I'm going to send him off with someone else. But this isn't modern times. Yeah. Like you said, how would they know that they're doing this backstabbing deal? And then the reason I said I think you're wrong about the werewolf is the werewolf is waiting for them. Unless it got ahead of them and then came, like was running it on, on a third side angle and then came around. I think the girls were flying with the werewolf. No, I think they had Frodo. He was there in front of the horses. He was there waiting. No, yeah, no, no. It's all stupid. The only thing stupider than that is I know I'm sort of jumping ahead, but when uh, Q or I don't even know the guy's that character's uh, name, well, yeah. the monk, because he kept saying. I'm not a priest, I'm a monk. I no, I'm a friar. Okay. I'm a friar, yeah. There's a point where he's on the bridge. Yes. And, and part of the building or something collapses and breaks the bridge. Yeah. The bridge has no support. <laughs> How is that bridge still standing? Magic bridge. It was, it, it, the piece of no, the I, I heard something was like, oh no, there, there's, a, no there's no support. It was, it's just a straight. There was a piece of concrete on the side that was yeah, still. Yeah, I think it was just the, the edge of the concrete was holding it all together. Yeah. But, uh, are you saying it's unrealistic? I'm just saying it annoyed me that I mean, and it fell like right in front of him, and then it wasn't like the bridge started slowly collapsing when it lost. Because I mean, that at that point the bridge is more of a. I mean, I know it's not a. It's more of a tension bridge in a sense. It's where it's more built on the fact that it is one piece. There's no. There's no under supports. Right. It is just the fact that it is complete one solid chunk is what makes it stand. Right. Yeah. But then it loses its middle. <laughs> Which means that in my head, I'm like, well, then it's just slowly start dying. Yes. Um, but whatever. There was one line that really annoyed me in the movie. All right. Only one? Um, when uh, Van Helsing's going to kill her brother, because uh-huh. he's a werewolf, and she's like, you can't kill him. And he's like, he's going to keep killing. And she goes, don't you believe in forgiveness? <laughs> yes, I do believe in forgiveness. But I don't believe in allowing somebody to just keep killing. Also, also, she was not. She didn't worry about forgiveness when she was killing unknown werewolf man. Try to capture unknown werewolf That's man. Well, yeah. now if my brother will. Now things are different. <laughs> I mean, I'm all against murderers, but I mean, if my brother ends up being a murderer, then it's different. And you could argue that well, that is probably is what we would say when when faced with personal consequences for our family, we would want the most lenient. Even you know, I, you know, if I if right. I if I if I had an unknown person who turned out to be a, a murderer, I'd be like, oh, throw the book at him. And then if it was like my brother turns out to be a murderer, well, you gotta understand the background. You gotta I'm, I'm gonna go on record here. Stephen, Mark, or Rebecca turn out to be murderers, <laughs> serial killer esque murderers. Yeah, uh, electric chair, lethal <laughs> injection. I don't care. He'll be the lawyer telling the truth. Yeah. I will. I will get a job at the DA's office and just so I can prosecute my siblings. Isn't this your family? Yes, kill them. Yeah. I'll get a job. I will plant evidence of it. No, it's. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you said you get to that point. You think the movie's over? Or at least the beginning of the. I really thought. I really thought. I was like. 
holy cow, it's only an hour in, and and realize that I knew that it was two hours, but I was an hour in, and I'm like, was there like a mistake in the IMDb listing or right. something? Right, no, no, I thought the same thing too, because when that happened, I was like, okay, so we're beginning the, we're, we're entering the final Countdown. Countdown. Like, yes, yeah. we're entering the final fight. We're entering, we're entering the end of this movie. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's going to be a couple more things that happen, but basically... But it's basically, getting... we're now... We, we're, we're, we're winding down the movie. I did like that the magic small light grenade lit up the whole house. Yes. Um, but anyway, so then a bunch of BS happens for the next 30 minutes before we get to the final fight. Right. Now he's struggling with his werewolfism. By a bunch of BS, I mean... More about his name being Gabriel and backstory. And they have to figure out how to get to Dracula. And how to use a magical mirror to, to appear in the castle. And yeah. So, I think... All that kind of stuff that was... Now that I think about it, I think they only banished him to an island. I honestly believe that they just banished him to an who? The, the Dracula. 400 years ago, they banished him to an island. And there was no way off of it, but it was still on Earth. It wasn't an alternate dimension. I believe it was just on Earth, and they 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 basically banished him to a magic castle on an island. And then, in order to get away from there, they just he just needed the wings. Wait, they they banished him to a place on Earth that you can only get to by entering through a magic mirror. That's no, 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 no. You can get to walking through a magic mirror. But if you don't have access to that magic mirror on the other side, the only way to get away would be to fly. Oh, and it's a magical island that's just constantly snowing? Oh, uh, well, it could be in a place that snows a lot. No. I thought it was, I thought it was an alternate dimension. Because you have to know an incantation to enter the mirror. That's right. Imagine a place on Earth so remote, like, like uh, well, like I said... All I have to do if I if I teleport you to Hawaii and there's no boat, you're stuck there forever. Uh-huh. All I need to do is open a magic door, walk you through the door to Hawaii, and then I walk back out the door. If it closes and there's no boats, you're stuck forever. But he, Dracula was killed by by Van Helsing. No, I'm just saying when they banished him. Oh, before he died at when, the hands of Van Helsing. When they banished him, they they didn't banish him to an alternate dimension. Okay. I just think that they just banished him to a place on Earth. Because why? How would wings get you out of an alternate dimension? They wouldn't. But the ability—I mean, much like the magic bridge that stays up, even though it's eighty-nine percent gone. <laughs> I really think they okay. just banished him to an island that was so sheer rock walls and no escape. Okay. You can't—you can't build a boat out of bricks, right? And so he's stuck there, and then he makes a deal with the devil. Now he can fly back to his place. Okay, so that's just my, my yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, so th- th- then we get to the reveal of ba- basically after that scene, we get to the re- reveal of, of the, the the new castle, the the multiple babies. They they add on to the werewolf bomb. <laughs> they do. I like that they had the werewolf bomb though. That was pretty and cool. Homage. Yeah. Yeah. But they yeah. added on a vampire part. Yeah. And the and the and the picture was like. The uh, magic moving. It was, a, it was a magic moving picture. Yeah, and they became a vampire. Yeah, I know. Guy. It was just and a werewolf. That was pretty weird. much. It's just like another thing just to fill other stuff. Like it just felt like yeah, filler just to make your plot happen again. Yeah, so, rather than just fighting, you had to add more. Weird well, this is where we learn about the hand of God, 
Which right, which right. applies to nothing. Yeah, they take like it's a mud, it's pretty much even a bunch of BS where the only thing that really matters is that the one thing that you kill Dracula is a werewolf bite or scratch or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just so that way we know when Van Helsing, spoiler, turns into a werewolf at the very end, he's able to kill Dracula. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then they They also talk about the, they also talk about the cure for werewolves. Right, but we we learned about the, who do we learn about the cure from? Because um they want to know why he has a cure. I forget how we learned that he has a cure. Did we learn it from the... Oh, uh, we learned it from the Frankenstein's monster. Oh, that's right. Frankenstein's monster had a pretty solid grasp on Dracula's plan. Yeah. Oh, he's got a cure. And um, this is what he's going to do. And then that's yeah. when Q is like, that makes sense now. I was, re- I was looking at this painting, and now, well, me and... Me and Frankenstein's monster now are brains together. <laughs> We're simpatico. Yeah, we, yeah, we are able to solve this whole thing for you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, because only a werewolf can kill Dracula, so he has to have a vial of um, uh, cure. So if Dracula became Dracula because he made a deal with the devil, then that means the devil had to like a like a genie with a bad wish. I wish to have power over men and, and whatever. Okay, I'll give you wings. I'll give you these powers. But I'm also going to give an out of werewolves can kill you? Why I, would the devil decide to do that? Because. <laughs> because plot. So werewolves existed for longer than vampires. Point for werewolves, by the way. Because in order to create... Unless Satan created... Werewolves at the same time? Okay, I'll give you this magic power, but I must create one creature that can kill you in order to make it fair. I don't know. Yeah. Nothing makes sense. Final fight. At some point, Hugh Jackman slash Van Helsing gets bit by a werewolf. Yes. At some point, Frankenstein's monster Kate Beckinsale are fighting the brides. (laughs) At some point... Dracula turns into bat mode and Ben Helsing into wolf mode and they just a bunch of CGI creature fight all over the place. Yes. Lots of shadow fighting. Lots of throwing. By the way, they do never show us Dracula turning into his final form until like the last few minutes of the movie, which I thought was okay. And then, Well, yeah, they show up by shadow the first time when he gets thrown into the fire by the monster. Right. Yeah. So. But, and then... Uh, I bet that was less of a like, oh, let's be like mysterious and more about. We only have a certain budget. <laughs> we can't turn it into the, that all the time. Yeah, that's true. Then uh, I don't know. I don't have much to say about the final fight other than it just sort of everything sort of starts happening. It's a bizarre thing. They basically have one minute. Yeah, they only have two. two well, but every time, but Dracula does the same crap. He's like. Come on, be my partner. We could be friends. And as the moon gets covered, he turns back human. And so Dracula turns back human. Oh, let's chat some more. What? The only creature on Earth that can possibly kill you is this guy. And he's in a weakened human form. And what you're going to do is turn back into your own weakened human form and negotiate a little longer. Well, how long did he have? He had a minute, right? That was... Like at the moment that the bell chimed midnight, yes, that that was when he would start to change. Yes, and he had did was it a minute before or was it an hour? Right. One minute. One minute. minute. So because all Jackie had to do was out talking because then when he becomes. Then when the the minute passed, Dracula was going to have full control over the werewolf. That's true. So maybe he was 
kind of he banking didn't. on that. And, and I think well, this one was the last one. I also though. think that Dracula was banking on the fact that Van Helsing didn't know that the werewolf could kill him. Maybe. And and to be fair, we already know that the the vampire's over the top. He's got a lot of hubris. So that makes sense for him to be like, no, come on. you Don't you want to let me? He's had power over everyone else in his life. So why wouldn't he just keep trying to get this guy on his side? Yeah. Only knows Kate Beckinsale dies. Yeah. Not a Which, big loss. Nope. <laughs> I you, dude, I was like... I, was like, I, even wrote, I wish she sort of died earlier. Well, it's called Van Helsing, not Anna Valerian. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, then, and then they have that. They have a kiss for no reason, really. Because movies like this need to have romance. Yeah, for ish. some unknown. Even though there was really no, I felt like hardly any romantic tension between them. No romantic that. tension. They kind of didn't like each other, but then they kind of grew into a partnership. partnership. I wouldn't say like a friendship, even really. No. And then they sort of just like, well, let's work together to kill this guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we survived this one last thing. Let's kiss. And then she dies. It's like, man. And then they t- then we have Cloud. Cloud. Uh, Cloud Beckinsale. Yeah. Which I don't understand either. Why that had to happen? I think that was just to let you know that she was in heaven. Her yeah. family made it to heaven. Yeah. They get this. God doesn't really operate like that. <laughs> so. He's like, oh, curse? Alright, I guess I'm, I'm all-powerful except for when it comes to curses. Well, that's usually how these supernatural or, like, movies type of work, where it's like, well, the god and this devil, they could do only some stuff. Yeah. they also working with, you know, they have to work with each other, they meet, they're, they're sort of like NATO coming together, you know, two of them, they get together, they, they have to make trade deals and organize different things, like, okay, what are we going to... Well, we can't allow that to happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we need that to happen. Well, we can't. Yeah, you know, I just picture them all just deciding. So, okay, fine. I'll I'll let you off. I'll let you get them off the island. But I'm going to make these werewolf creatures that are going to kill them. Well, if you do that, I'll make sure that that family line can never make it into heaven. Well, I'm in charge of heaven. No, but part of the deal. I can find. Let's sign the treaty. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get to lunch. Let's just sign it. Like, it just be like I kind of yeah. wish there was a Van Helsing two where Dracula came back and he's like, I killed. And Van Helsing's like, I killed you twice. <laughs> there was, I, you know, I didn't mention this earlier in talking, but there was a lot of scenes of creatures coming back from either death or partial death. If you look at this movie, there's a lot that happens a lot in this movie. Um... For, I'm taking his word for it. Uh, he uh, Frank says monster dies in a fire, and he comes back. No, he doesn't die in a fire. He fall. He collapses into the building collapses, and he falls On underneath fire. it. Right, but he falls underneath. But the, we don't know that. Uh, you, you, I you think there's a lot of scenes where it appears that someone oh, dies sure. or should die sure. and doesn't die. Sure. Um, I mean, very early on, Dracula's like, he walks himself into the sword and's like, I can't be killed. That's pretty minor. He stabs Dracula with the with the bolts so in the, the chest oh. and he's like, that should kill you. And he's like, no, that won't kill me. So they do a lot of like, I've killed you, but then I didn't really die. Right. Stuff. So... How did Igor know that they were going to plant the monster in the catacombs? Or whoever. How does anyone know any other people's plan in this? How does Frank and I know everyone's plan? They, like, they, stashed, they updated their, their Twitter. They stashed, they they stashed the monster in a hidden catacomb. They, 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 and as they walk away, I, the lid of another like um, coffin or whatever opens and you just see a hand, which I assume was Igor's. 
But because then I, Igor comes in with the monster at the monster. That was really weird. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, the only one who'll save you is the undead. Now it would have been fine to say, you know, Dracula's actually got an undead skeleton army and he keeps him in that graveyard. It was a poor choice for you to bury him there yeah. because I'll, he's going to bring him out now. But yeah, it was very unclear why. It, how, the, the way that everyone knows everyone's plans without knowing it. Yeah, I have to take Dave's idea that the steampunk Twitter, social media, <laughs> Insta, uh, yeah, the yeah, then housing posing in front of the catacomb. They say the only place he could probably be safe is the is Rome, but they have that discussion between themselves. It's just the two of them talking. They could have just as easily said the only place he'll be safe is a place no one knows about, or the only place he'll be safe is in a in a faraway dungeon or at the top of a mountain. The problem or is buried in the sea. Dracula knows all the places that no one knows about. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they, they, they choose one place that could be definitely on Dracula's radar. I bet you they'll take him to the middle of the protectorate, and that will keep him protected. But they could have just actually said, but he'll probably think we're going to take him there, so let's take him to the opposite end of the earth. And then Dracula would have been screwed. Which, by the way, is kind of what happened, in that like they were like, oh, it's the stagecoach. But it wasn't. But never fear, the werewolf was hanging out waiting for the other stagecoach. I know! It was so. There's so many directions they could go, and he happened to be on the right road. It was. Yeah, so final thoughts, LJ? Shall I start? My final thought, well, the one thing I wrote down at the very end is I did not like this movie, but I bet Dave loved this movie. I, I did like this movie. Yeah, I did. Although I will say that even just sitting here and talking about it for uh, an hour and five minutes has kind of opened my eyes up to some of the plot problems that could have been really. Man, Donahue, that would have been really cool. If he would have grown angel's wings and turned it into a, a true, like, fight. Uh, it would have revealed that he lost his memory in, the, in an earlier fight, but now that he or, gets... Or just cut all that crap out and make the movie an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, skip the lore. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. you could do either or, and it becomes... A ben Helsing is a monster hunter. The end. Like, yeah. you could do either or, and it makes more sense. Having... The lore that adds up to nothing is just like you just you wasting a bunch the, of dialogue. You want to know the most? I think the most aggravating part now that I think about it of this is <laughs> Dracula says to him, "I know your history. I know your memories. Do you want me to share them with you?" And Hugh Jackman says, "No." Like, why write that line in if you are not going to pay it off at a later time at all or, ever? Yeah. Yeah, that's like, that's like, a that's a dumb line to put in there well, to not pay off. Which is yeah. why my question is, was this based off? Like, but it doesn't seem to be. From Wikipedia, it does not appear that it was. Right, because that's what I was wondering. This based off a comic book. Maybe the comic book has all sorts of background type stuff that plays into it, and the movie just never really yeah. sort of threw that stuff in there, but never really developed it. It, it doesn't. No, nope, it just looks like they just did they, their. They talk about some spinoff, like there was like a spinoff, like cartoon or something. I don't know, in like a comic book, and both of those are like one is about him Van Helsing's adventure to take down Jekyll and Hyde, and the other one is. What took place between him taking down Jekyll and Hyde and him showing up at the Vatican? Mm. The two spin-off things that they wrote with Van Helsing as a character were the Van, the, the a greater thing about Jekyll and Hyde, and just that time in between, just killing him and going to the Vatican. My only thought is maybe some material 
you know, either got left on the cutting room floor or just didn't even make it in the film because of either cost or time constraints. Like, you know, maybe it would have been some epic archangel battle, sure, but maybe there would have been more payoff to all this. And they just said, well, we can't go that route. So we'll just leave it in because it's kind of some cool backstory that people will dig. But it's not going to really go anywhere. But it's the backstory. It's the backstory of our film. And I'm okay with not even having a full picture of who Van Helsing was or what his connection to Dracula was or exactly what the hand of God means. I'm, right. I, I, don't, I don't need a full explanation, but it would be neat to have something. Yeah, but if you're going to reveal him to be 400 years old, there should be a meaning to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, no, it, no, no. There should. There does not need to be. <laughs> what, what do you mean? After watching the Mummy Returns, where they talk about how he was the chosen oh, white man, or yeah, the hell <laughs> yeah. he was, and that pretty much had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. I just learned that apparently the the generation of films was really into making your heroes have some sort of backstory lore that really doesn't matter or pay yeah. off ever. Mm. Um, yeah. Or at least maybe that's what Universal was really into back then. I'll say about this movie, I didn't remember... I remember seeing it at the theater. I don't remember if I liked it, loved it, or hated it when I saw it in the theater. As th- I've, I, This is the second time I've seen it, and I knew that in the intervening years, I certainly knew that it wasn't great. Um, and going into it, I knew it wasn't going to be great. But I wanted to go into it and just be like, you know what? I just want to go along for the ride. And I think there was a lot of fun to it. Yep. There are glaring plot holes... Um and huge issues and everything, but I still think overall it was a fun, mindless movie. Yeah. If you if you're if you're like Dave, you'll enjoy it because you won't <laughs> notice anything's amiss. Yeah. Um. If you begin to talk about it, you will notice a lot of things are amiss. And you know what? That's interesting. It brings us back to the conversation we had last week. Is that the internet allows people that? I mean, you and I might only have a discussion for half an hour about a movie because guess what? We only have that much time in our lives. But if every half hour discussion that was ever had about the problems of the movie were somehow captured, codified, written down so that everyone else could read it, you'd begin to have a very huge amount of information and a huge piling on. And that's what some of the problems with people complaining about certain film tasks because every complaint is now written down. So me and Matt might only come up with two or three complaints and we're like, ah, overall, we understand there's two or three complaints about that movie. But all of a sudden, now a thousand or ten thousand people have also found one or two complaints that are different from ours. Right. Now there's ten thousand complaints about that movie and it's a steaming pile of garbage. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, before, it's a movie that has weaknesses but you're like, yeah, who's entertaining enough yeah, but now now it's now there's there's just a, the ability to have everything negative that was ever said quantified and written down, and you and you can go revel in it, and you could have you could read that while at work and read six hours of discussions about why a movie was terrible. Yeah, you'd be an expert on the subject of the terribleness of that movie. Exactly. So. That's what that's what 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 I did. I read six <laughs> hours worth of terrible reviews. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time. Yep. Later. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Awesome Podcast. If you enjoy us, please tell a friend and rate or review us on iTunes. This has been a Carry Around a Production. <laughs>